Take a trip on the canal if you want to have fun. Yo, 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 what is up, people? Just, uh... Checking in to tell you about Booze Day Tuesday yesterday, which is what it turned into. Um, like I said, because I recorded the Monday's podcast yesterday morning, so as I said in yesterday's, uh, you know, Tuesday I did wake up not in the best of, uh, of mind states, but uh, I don't know, I guess I had a good day in the end, and I suppose whatever, you know, any sort of, I don't really want to call it depression because that sounds shit, but any sort of like downer can be remedied with just doing something. And it sounds so obvious and stupid at the time. And by the way, thank you to a couple of people who have uh, contacted me and uh, said, you know, keep your chin up and all that. And, you know, a bit relating, people have related to what I was talking about yesterday so that's cool Um, and that's the whole idea of this thing to try and I don't know yeah just show you show show the the real oh my god I can't even talk show the reality whatever but thank you to those who uh, who touched me inappropriately no it was very appropriate Um, anyway so as I was saying um, yeah any sort of downer can be remedied by just doing something. So yesterday I came out, recorded my podcast, even after recording the podcast, automatically I felt ten times better uh, than I did before. So that's really cool. Um, and some of my ideas were, were, like I said, I was singling out some of the ideas that I was having. I've come outside to do this podcast and it's because it's a really nice day. And someone's just decided to start cutting the fucking grass. I hope it's not too annoying. Anyway, yesterday felt kind of dodgy. Oh, yeah, and by singling out some of those ideas and just doing the podcast felt instantly better. And then I was sort of able to write things down and, and concentrate on what I wanted to. And, yeah, I mean, it just... Uh, getting. I have a tendency, I think, of, but when I wake up on a downer, I, I, I tend to, or I used to, I plan not to anymore. I used to sort of tend to go... Oh shit! I'm on a downer. Well, it's gonna be a shit day. And that, if, as soon as you say that, as soon as you admit that to yourself, you're fucked. I think. Um, and you will have a shit day. So, yesterday, I think through talking to myself <laughs> into a microphone, sort of counselled myself, and realised I instantly felt better just by talking about it by doing a podcast. Then I was like, uh, me and Kai woke Kai up. We went and did a. We went and hiked around Runyon Canyon again, which is where we were going when we first came here quite a lot. Um, and we went up there, and it was nice. We just had a, a nice walk. Um, came back, chilled out for a minute, and then I was looking through the book, and we decided to go to the Getty Center. Um, and I found this deli, this like New York deli that was supposed New York style Jewish deli that was supposed to be the tits so we had a little plan and we got our housemate to come with us and we went up to 
um, the Getty Center. I nearly crashed the fucking car, but uh, other than that, it was smooth. Got to the Getty Center, free admission to this huge, like, I guess it's kind of like the National Portrait Gallery in London, but fucking massive on this huge grounds with all sorts of, like, photography and sculptures and stuff as well. Um, And it was... uh, it was really cool, and yeah, we we chilled around there. I feel like that sound is getting louder. We chilled around there. We had lots of fun. Had some uh, had some food there because we didn't eat in the morning, and then we drove down through. And we were there until like five. It took up most of the day. I thought it was going to be an in-out thing, but it was it was a it was a full day. Oh my god! Please, seriously. So yeah, it was a it was a full day, and we got down to uh, this deli in Beverly Hills, and uh, yeah, weird little experience actually. We got out. Of the, I'm gonna have to fucking go inside. Yeah, weird experience because we uh, we got out of the car, and um, we got out of the car, and <clears throat> this woman came up to us and said. Could you help me get a hot meal? And I was like, sorry, I don't have any change because I didn't have any change because we've got this travel money card, so it means I rarely have any cash. And uh, and then she walked, she went, no problem, thanks, thanks anyway. And she walked off, and then this guy comes running over to us like a proper, like, I don't know, they have these kind of things all over the shop here, but this, I think, because of the area that it was in. Um, they have these like Beverly Hills ambassadors and they wear this little uniform and they run around the street like telling you off or shooing lower class looking people. It was kind of weird. And he came up and he he, he went, uh, did, did she just ask you for money? And I, I didn't think, I didn't see his uniform at that point or anything. And I, I was like, uh, yeah, why? And my friend just went, oh, I can't remember. And I thought it was really weird. I was like, what's going on? And he went, okay, okay. And then he ran off, and he, like, ran after her. Yeah, I don't know. That was odd. But I guess that's uh, that's how it is. Oh, that's... It's, yeah, it's not great. It's uh, It was weird. It was weird. Anyway, uh, so we went into the, uh, the deli, which was this, like, old-school, proper old-school... Looked, looked like a calf, like a... Well, no, not it was nice, but it, you know, it was not what we were necessarily expecting. Um, we were pretty much the only non-Jewish people in there, and the waiter, the waitress was she had a heavy Spanish accent, and I couldn't understand the fucking what she was saying. And we were just asking her to point out the best thing on there, and eventually we we did, and we got a, this unbelievable like pastrami cheese grilled sandwich thing with coleslaw I mean it was hard to get it down it was so full of flavour and uh, Kai had like a noodle soup with matzo balls in matzo metza which is like this Jewish thing so that was a that was an experience quite cool we only had an hour on the car and with jobs worth running around outside I didn't think we should risk it so we ate up and dashed off Got back in the car and drove home. We had, like I was saying, we had the tickets booked for the comedy store uh, last night, which 
was fucking awesome. We came back to the flat, had a couple of drinks, got a taxi to the comedy store, waited in line, sat right at the front, like, and it was a different room to the room we've been in before. This is intimate. It was called the belly room. And it was fucking close. And, uh... And so we got seated, and you have to, they got this whole like two drink minimum thing where you have to buy two drinks while you're in watching the show, and they're like ridiculously priced. So yeah, we got a couple of drinks, and show started. It was really cool. Ari Shafir was it was interesting because he's like I don't know I think he's tired. It sounds really weird. Like I listen to his podcast, so I, I feel like I know everything about him. Um, but he's been editing this show he does this show the version of this show for comedy central for a channel on on uh tv and he's been i know from his podcast that he's been having like 50 hour weeks editing this all day every day um for the last like two or three weeks and yeah you could tell he was tired he like the numerous times the crowd sort of just died and he was like huh i'm losing you hey shit it was really awkward it was kind of weird but he held it together and he just carried on and it was like absolutely fine no one was mad you know it was like i don't know i think everyone there loves him and respects him so no one was like ah you fucking loser you shit or anything like that so it was quite cool and then what happened there was another guy he was all right the third guy came up he fucking blew our minds he was hilarious called tom rhodes um follow him on twitter or something you like just fuck go and find out who he is because i don't know if he's always this good but he was fucking hilarious he told this story he went way over his time like literally at the end of the show we were getting they were like they opened a fire exit and they were like can everyone leave this way because we're way over and the next show's starting get out get the fuck out <laughs> so that was funny um but anyway this guy tom rhodes i think is at underscore tom rhodes um on twitter or just type in Tom Rhodes and get anyway. He's fucking hilarious. He told this amazing story, full of heart and love. That, I think that's one thing that I find in common about the comedians that I like the most. They've, they've, they're always the ones with the most like love, I guess, and the most heart in their within their act. I think they're probably the most vulnerable up there, which is you know relates to what we do as well. Because I think a lot of com- comics do find it difficult to get to that stage of vulnerability, which I think is necessary to be able to really connect with a crowd and get them on your side and laughing and joking the whole night. Um, but what do I know? Um, so, yeah. Uh, who else? There was... Then there was uh, another guy. There was a ma- massive, big, fat guy. I can't remember his name, but he was hilarious. I didn't expect when he first came on. I was thinking because we're so close as well. He's got this great big handlebar mustache. I was thinking, oh fuck, we're gonna get ripped into. He's like this huge dude, like three hundred and fifty pound bloke, massive. And he was like, oh my god, he was so camp. It was hilarious. And he told this story about him getting arrested and going to jail. It was fucking brilliant. But he got a bit emotional actually as well. But. At saying that, I guess so. He opened up quite a lot and was quite vulnerable. But actually, if I was asked to recall my favourite bits of the show, he wouldn't come to mind first. I don't know why, but he was good. He was good. Then there was well, my favourite, the one I went to see basically 
Joey Diaz, who is just fucking tremendous, as he says. He's this Cuban-American gangster, literally, I think, at some point, was a gangster. Has been to jail, definitely. Used to take and sell and sniff, fuck, God, stupid, crazy amounts of cocaine. Uh, now smokes weed like a chain smoker but he's fucking brilliant he is and he's so full of heart and his stories are full of heart and that's he's just so attractive on stage i said that to one of the fucking comedians afterwards which obviously in the context of a bar after a comedy gig sounded so ridiculous i was like oh you 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 were just so you were so attractive up there your stories were so attractive oh fuck and i sounded like a right idiot this guy Joey Diaz, he's brilliant. I watch it. He's on Periscope. He he does this morning joint every morning. I've been watching it for whiles. Even back in England, I would watch it at silly times at night. But uh, he gets up at the crack of dawn and just sits out with Periscope, lights a great big bowl of weed and uh, in a pipe, and just uh, gives you some hard hitting advice for your day to crack on with your day, and it's fucking hilarious. Um, but it's all with heart and I met him after the show and he was the sweetest dude ever like big and scary and like you know don't fuck with this guy but so sweet he was like oh man I love I love your accent where are you from I was like Plymouth he, he, and I live in London and he goes oh great man what's your, what was your first name man I was like fuck Lewis did you care really and he shook my hand and he shook my hand again and he was like how long are you in town for I was like um I was here for a month and I've just extended it and like he but you had a proper conversation with me. He was not like that's why I love this place, I think. And I did it with a few of them that night. I met Chris Delia as well. I went up to him in the bar. We didn't see him last night, but uh we saw him I've seen him like three times. Um and yeah, he was sat on his own in the bar as soon as we came out. I just went straight over to him. I was like, dude, you're fucking unbelievable. You ripped the piss out of me last week, uh, at the ice house. Um for my flowery curtain-like jumper and my English accent, and he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I remember you. How's it going?" And he, he just had a proper chat with me, and I just, um, spoke. Kai, Kai spoke to him, and yeah, it was cool. It was really fucking cool. Anyway, that was yesterday. After that, we got shit-faced in the bar at the comedy store. Got a taxi to a supermarket. Walked around the supermarket buying all sorts of crap at fucking one o'clock in the morning. Came home. Got even more shit-faced and ate a ton of disgustingly, amazingly shit but brilliant food. Yeah, and went to bed at like four in the morning, so that's why this is a bit late. Um, but yeah, again, woke up feeling not so great this morning, but that might be for other reasons, um, and definitely because of shitloads of sugar and whiskey before bed. But yeah, so that was last night, and today's today, and I'll tell you about that later on. But I think it's just going to be a chilled one. But be vulnerable. I'm not telling you to do anything. But yeah, the lesson of today, if I'm if if I'm really interested in this comedy thing, I think I'm finding little things that are important. Like today's yesterday's biggest lesson, today's biggest lesson, being vulnerable and not being scared to be that because I think that's half the battle. The laugh, laughing at that when they laugh genuinely, the whole fucking room goes off. Anyway, thank you so much for listening.
that was today. Uh, it's getting better, folks. Thank you for your support. And I'll speak to you tomorrow. Big love. Bye-bye. Twas like gay and easy, whatever may come. Take a trip on the canal if you want to have fun.